Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Defenders, and Asteroids. Finish him. I'll be back. He's alive! He's alive! Afraid of God? No, I'm afraid of the hungry gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 86th episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. We are powered by Apit.net, Audio Technica, and AK Racing. I'm not so humble host, Brendan White. Find me everywhere at Brendan Eight Bits. Joined today, my two partners in crime, Ali Hart, can be found at Miss Ali Hart, and Salim the Dream, who can be found at. Salim TD, welcome back to the Nameless Table. Hey all. I didn't get the last mention this time. As in like, uh, I went first in his little spiel there and you were last. Usually I am the last one mentioned. I know it's a table setting kind of thing, but I've just noticed that, that I got the first mention before mm. you. Really? It's mixing I it up. I think I've just like gone up in the ladder. Mm-hmm. You are now the, uh, the right hand. <laughs> I don't want to be there. I would probably rank me last. I do most also. things left-handed, so oh, it's okay. okay. So you want to be there. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> trust me, you don't want to be left. <laughs> good way to start the podcast. Mm-hmm. How's everyone going? Good. Doing good. Yeah. Doing good. Doing this for an 86th time. I know, but it feels like this is the first time since PAX, since before PAX, where we've all been in a room together. Everyone's mm. home. And we're it's all, Christmas. There's a few things you could tick off. We're all sober. Yes. So why is that big the tick. first one? Big tick. Big tick. Big tick. We're all healthy. Debatable. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go for that one. We're all happy. Yeah. We're yes. doing good. Yeah. How was Queensland, good. dude? It was good, except the uh, the dreaded Pax Pox sunk its hooks into Rachel and I literally the day after we landed. Uh. Influenza running wild through the through the residence. Um, <laughs> but it was good. It was good to sort of have that extra week off after Pax. Yeah. Um, recover, relax, try and sift through the minefield that was that Pax recording. You know, apologies again, listeners, for some of those audio gremlins, but we we made hay while the sun shined, and uh, sadly there was some uh, technical difficulties with making said hay, but we we made it work. Yeah, I think it was good in the end. Yeah, I think it turned out mm. just uh, fine. Just like uh, that duo cast you guys did hey. on episode eighty-five, fantastic episode. Oh, Might be my you. favorite one we've ever done. Hey, oh, damn! High praise from the the eight bit overlord. Thank you very much, Mister mm. Monsieur. But, but we're back. We are. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to learn French. I don't know. The I'm three the three tips of the trident are back. Yes. You know, points of the triangle, stronger shape in in the shape universe. Apparently, structurally speaking. Yeah. Yeah. So we're back. We're here. For the 86th time it's exciting christmas is fast approaching don't yeah. don't i you know what at the airport there was christmas shit up and it was october mm. i get offended whenever i see christmas gear up before my birthday it's a polarizing thing i'm similar because we're a day apart birthday wise it's mm. a polarizing thing it's like there's either people who love christmas can't wait for that you know tinsel to come into town or just don't want to see it too early mm. i'm in the same boat as you miss hart I think Christmas should be restricted specifically to mid to mid November to late December. <clears throat> I'm a hard on Christmas. December first, the tree goes up. Yeah. I'm hard on Christmas. January first well. ish all that We're week. We're all hard on Christmas. Based off based off uh yeehaw, Based off hangovers from New Year's Eve, you know, that first week of January, tree goes away. Yeah, mm. That's I'm that's down. my that's my timeline for Christmas. But Shit, yeah, I'm you see these crackers. We were driving around um driving around sort of Brizzy. Uh, this past week, and there's people with Christmas lights everywhere. 
I'm like, and it, this was still October at the time. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, the nerve. Then Simmer there's down. those people the that never take their <clears throat> shit down. Did you, did you ever live in like a household where Christmas lights was a huge thing? No. Did, no. Either of you live in one of those crazy we, we households? We electricity bill, man. We had some. Uh, but some people. Because we were poor, they weren't very good. And that's where like my my um, line in the sand with this, I was talking to Rachel about the other day. I'm like, she's like, oh, we should put some Christmas lights up. And I'm like, the only way I'm in on this is if we commit. And it's like one of those All American houses where it's just, you could see it from space. That's that's how the lighting system's going to be. I don't want just a piddly little star on a, in the in the front lounge room window, or the shitty draped lights. I want to be obnoxious, power bill out the wazoo. People come by in their cars specifically to see our Christmas lights. That would kill me. Oh, I would hate that. That much light. I don't know how people can tolerate <coughs> that, man. Like it's cool to watch, but living in that house, oh, would be a nightmare. Oh yeah, that's that's you know you look at the the movie The Shining yeah. or the book The Shining. Um, you know all that Christmas drama that probably stemmed from the lights. He went crazy because of the Christmas lights. Had nothing That's an unwritten chapter. To do with unwritten the hotel. chapter. Yeah. You don't know. Had nothing to do with the blood. No, coming out of the elevator or any of that shit. Never seen that movie. Really? Yeah, it's great. One of Kubrick's e- finest. Mm. Stephen King. But no, yeah, he movie. did the film. He did yeah, the original. Yeah. The, about the, I haven't read the book. The telly movie that ch- they did chumps. is even not too bad. The two parter that they did for for telly, really, still not bad. I haven't seen that. It's okay. I don't need to see it. I've seen the Simpsons episode that mocks it. I've got a general <laughs> idea. Yeah, the shinning. Yeah, the shinning. But you want to get sued? Yeah. No. Yeah. Grounds keeper Willie. Just don't get me the shinning between yeah. seven and nine. That's Willie's time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what anyway, Christmas lights. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we just both mucked up the uh, the segue there. I was asking I'll, I'll, Ali. I'll deflect to, to you. You can start that again. Thanks, man. I'll, uh, I'll ask Ali. What have you been playing? I have been playing like repeat of much of the same things. I finally got to play Destiny on PC. If I can install it finally after two weeks. Ooh. Um, I don't know if anyone <laughs> encountered the issue. It was like um, an installing issue where if you paused it or you delayed it and then you tried to set it up again, it would just stick on like initializing and just wouldn't move anywhere. So that bloody battle net. It, it really pissed me off. You've got to like move the folders around and then reinitiate the install. It was a whole deal. But do, you have any other, do you have any other Blizzard games that you run out of battle net? Yeah, tons. I've got, well, I've never played Hearthstone. Got Overwatch. Uh, Hearthstone. Um, yeah, you do, Heroes right. of the Storm. Right, okay. And, um, and you play Starcraft. Overwatch? No. Overwch. <clears throat> Di- right, okay. Diablo? Diablo. Mm. Yeah. Diablo was Still Diablo. never played a Diablo game. I don't game. know what the correct pronunciation is. I, say I think Diablo. this was a thing before Lester started again. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not. Um, but Destiny 2 on PC is beautiful. It feels fucking amazing. And it feels like it should have been there always. The yeah. controls, like using a mouse and keyboard, is perfection. FPS on PC is always like the way to go. Like, I, I don't I, know. I know you're a console guy. I just I feel like PC. It's just greater sensitivity, greater freedom. And c- I, ca- of I like I can't explain it. I was very because I never tried the beta when it was on PC, and I was really hesitant. Being, you know, I played original Destiny, and then I was already playing Destiny yeah, on the PlayStation too. PlayStation Four. Yeah, and I was a bit worried about making that transition. And as soon as I started playing, like I was just like, oh my god, so good. Mommy's home. Oh, mommy's home. <clears throat> Bless, praise Jesus. Um. Yeah, it felt so good. Do we have a crew on PC? We do have some crew. Do we know people? PC do we? Because I could only find fucking one person to play with. Yeah. yeah, so I've got it on PC. I haven't played it yet. Mm. I've oh, got yeah, it. Fucking... Rachel and, and Ozzy and a few of those others have got it. So there is a crew that we can roll out with as far as doing raids roll out and strikes. Week? Yeah, I've got it installed. All right. Um, But I'm going to be playing it on controller. 
You motherfucker. Because so that's weird. how I know the game. And so weird. The only benefits I can see from keyboard and mouse is if I'm going to be playing a lot of Crucible. Because I don't need that kind of speed from from you know mouse movement in it's not even that. strikes it's just, and everything else. It's just control. <clears throat> it's overall control. The only thing I'm going to complain about is whoever decided that C for melee was a smart idea. Yeah, can't, you, can't you change the mapping? You can, and yeah. I did. But yeah. that general idea... Yeah. And uh, like, because I'm... You know, I'm a console kid, and that feels home to me when I've got a controller in my hands. And that's how I know Destiny and most shooters, so I'll, I'll just stick to that. I feel like you should at least give it a try. Maybe <coughs> just try the leveling alone with Did uh, you try the PC, PC beta? I played it on PC at E3, but they were using controllers. Ah. Just can you promise me you'll give it a whirl? With I'll give it a whirl. On? I'll tip a toe. Okay, thank you. Yeah. I, I appreciate will. that. But then I'll go right back to my Xbox One I controller. I fucking don't doubt it either. Um, each to their own I've been playing more of that Animal Crossing game um, remember how I told you there was a guy that usually rips people off called Tom Nook yeah I was gonna say how, um, how's my raccoon friend doing still asleep doing well oh, yeah. um, you don't owe him any money obviously no no money <laughs> however there's a uh, you have a little camper van and there's uh-huh. like a little mechanics and they're cute they've got these little birds they've all got Italian names because apparently that's some stereotype that they're gonna roll with with Italians and mechanics pretty true I booked um, my car in for service and the guy that uh, answered the phone was Italian alright Named Giovanni. Logic of sound. Might have been Giovanni. Yeah, well, that's actually the name of the character in this game. Mm, dude. T- talking about being ripped off. Yeah. So playing the game, they go, hey, you're this level. How about we upgrade your camper van? I'm like, okay, what's the catch? And it's like, all right, cool, let's do it. I'm like, sweet. And then they revamp it and they're like, all right, cool. 10,000 bells. Yeah. The, the coinage. 10,000 bells, thanks. But is what that we've the done, in-game currency or yeah. is that the paid currency? No, it's in-game currency. <laughs> oh, okay. 10,000 bells. What we've done is uh, we've put it as a loan so you can pay it back when you're ready. Oh, wow. What the fuck? And then what? I control. just got ripped off. And then just Tom Nook all of a sudden wake up and he's <laughs> like... Just out of his slumber. No, nah, he just opens an eye, does a wink and then goes back to sleep. <laughs> I can get you a loan. 15% interest. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So I got screwed over. So um, I actually haven't really touched the game since. Dude, no I good. paid off my loan because that's the kind of person I am. <laughs> Had to work three jobs to do it, but... Oh, you don't want to know what hooking in uh, fucking Animal Crossing's like. On Italian what, plumbers, What's a uh, handy cost in bells? Solid 5000 Oh, <laughs> two handies, you've paid off the loan, you're sweet. <laughs> don't think about it, just yeah. look the other way. Just grab yeah. and look the other way. All the different uh, animals, on different <laughs> price ranges. Oh, as long as it's not one of them pig dicks. Have you seen them? They look like a corkscrew. What? Haven't you ever seen an oh, erection from a pig? I've heard How of this. did you guys taint my <clears throat> conversation of, of Animal Crossing? <laughs> <laughs> Last week it was what, Sam? Tits and clits. And this week it's now pig dicks. Yeah. yeah. Animal Crossing, guys. You always taint my games. G. Um, Rated G for general. <laughs> general consumption. Um, on Italian plumbers, I heard the other day that uh, the reason Super Mario was an Italian plumber was because graphically they needed to give him a hat and like a mustache to make it easier to. Um, animate him. He could have been a pizza chef. Well, and then like someone, someone walked by and they were like, "Oh, that guy looks like my uh, my plumber Mario." They're like, "Oh, Super Mario." <laughs> I'm sure there's a little bit more color <clears throat> to that. Story, a legend is born. A, that's essentially how yeah. they came Bibbity up. Bibbity bobbity boo. Yeah. yeah. Cool, huh? He yeah. could have been a car mechanic as well. Yeah. Started the uh, started the stereotype. Apparently, Mario's not Italian anymore. Could have been Super Giovanni. That would have been better. Mm. Super Geo. Oh, no, he's not a plumber. He's definitely <clears throat> Italian, but he's not a plumber. Super Geo, dude. Yeah. Geo, dude. Yeah, thank you. Anyway. Um, and 
got to participate in something awesome, which I'll let Brendan go into more detail about, but was a wonderful PUBG tourney Ooh, yeah. that we, uh, we participated in. <clears throat> so I wanted to join. I had like eight gigs of updates. It's been a while since I've played it. You've been too busy getting that was, Swish that, that was like a that's bunch of excuses yeah. in a breath. It was pretty, yeah. I, like, as soon as I saw Aiki, I was like, all right, and that's the reason I'm not playing tonight. <laughs> you told me you, you had a school a thing. What night was this? Thursday night. Yeah, I was at a, I was at a, a dinner for, for uni. Oh, the plot thickens. Eight gig dinner? Oh, actually, Which one? yeah, I think that's it. That's Haircut? actually true. I think that's where I was like midway through games watching but some we were trying to play Instagram stories. In the week. Oh, that's not... <laughs> Yeah. I woke up the next morning. I was like, delete, delete, delete. <laughs> Too late. I saw it. Damage is done. Yeah, so did a hell of a lot of other people, actually. Speaking of doing damage, as Ali led into... Excuse me for a second. <clears throat> My voice was going there. <laughs> we uh, were lucky enough to be part of a bit of a private server tournament battle turf war extravaganza on PUBG. Um, the lovely card plays has got a, a private server. She's uh, partnered with PUBG now. Shout out. But uh, we were doing eight-man squads or eight-person squads, uh, and the server supports up to 100. I think we were rolling about 60-ish. There, there was Sounds about right. eight different squads. There was the 8-Bit Nation. Um, Rachel Carplays had her own little crew. Then there was uh, Groovy Ninja, which is another YouTube streamer out of New Zealand. He had a crew. Hideous Adams had a crew. A couple of other content creators had crews as well, and we went to battle in PUBG. But the cool thing is when you have access to one of these private servers when you become um, an affiliate or a partner, you can customize the loot. Mm-hmm. So we played one mode that was just snipers only. Um, another one we did was cowboys and Indians, so it was pistols and crossbows only. Um, we did fists only, so no weapons at all, just um, just fists. And you can speed wow. up the frequency of the zone coming in as well. So you can do three times, five times. So you drop in and literally the zone's on you. So you're constantly just running trying to survive the other cool thing was changing how many you can have in a team because yeah. in any standard <clears throat> game you can only have like four at mm. max what was it eight eight, yeah. eight, so in eight the person team. squads which is great um it's chaos it and was. we all had our separate discord chat channels going so we were sort of coordinating and having a bit of fun and mm-hmm. um it was funny because there's like a there's a twitter chat on the back of this where like the the eight crews were in there and and afterwards they were debriefing and they're like some of them were taking it much more seriously than we were. We were just dicking around, having fun. We were fun. really just dicking around. But a few of these other content creators ju- jumped in there and were like, what strats were you guys using? We, we split up and had two sub-chat channels and we're doing this and we were carrying this item and that. And it was Jesus. like, dude, we were just goofing around. And that's... Um, I was a mule. I was just carrying Red Bulls most of the time. I... I want to do I mean, this sorry, now. I, mean I didn't realize oh, you guys were going to have so much fun. It was it was fantastic. It was a lot of fun. <clears throat> so we're already looking at doing probably another another one of these during the week. Um, I'll yeah. make sure I get that six gig update done. <laughs> and the great the great <laughs> thing with it is you can password protect the server, so you can just make it you know friends only or friends of friends only. Sure. Because so, the second it gets opened up, you saw the amount of oh my goodness, people yeah. from the Asian servers coming in. Then you're never too sure if some of them are hackers and bots and things like that too. Mm-hmm. So you can restrict it and we're already sort of working yeah. out ways to maybe do like a monthly tourney where we have 12 groups of eight roll in or whatever it might mm-hmm. be and have, have a championship sort of type of thing. So it's fun. I love it. A ton yeah. of opportunity there. It was. It was so much fun just rolling out with a team of eight coordinating and the funniest thing <clears> about <throat> having a team of eight is like usually when it's a team of four, it's like, okay, here's a, here's a Jeep or, mm. you know, here's a car. We can all jump in. 
now nah, we had to coordinate vehicles because it's eight people. <laughs> yeah, so we, really? we were rolling. Yeah. Yeah. That that one match we did when it was pistols and shotguns only, and, oh and it was like being in Mad Max. There was just vehicles roll, roaming the area everywhere <laughs> and people getting run down by vehicles because no one had snipers or anything. Oh, with yeah, the that long, was the one we were on the cliff's range. edge. Yeah, so we were yeah. on like this cliff's edge overlooking the ocean, camped out in this in sort of this um, you know choke point. And there's like 10 UAVs. Oh my God, that was terrifying. Um, they came right for us. Yeah, Darcy is just coming at you. <laughs> oh my God. And, it's and one went off the cliff, which was great, <clears throat> yeah. but they took someone out. Yeah. Uh, can I, dare I ask, any chicken dinners? We didn't get a win. We came, no. I think we came second can, once and a third. I think we were a consistent third. Yeah. yeah. What about you, man? Any chicken dinners at all ever? Have you yeah. got one yet? I've got two. Do you not listen oh, to this podcast? Yeah. Uh, you missed the first section of, of episode 84, the pack special. Where I, oh, yeah. where I boasted, eighty four. It is eighty four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've, I'm now the back to back chicken dinner carrier. Um, thanks, thanks to Rachel and Ozzy for helping out in squads of four. There's only three of us. I think technically he is the most recent chicken dinner mm. winner. Uh, yeah. So I've got two. I definitely got to download this update. I've got, I don't have one yet. I've got two. Aha. Uh-huh. So Do you have a solo you, one or are they team ones? I, I've never even played a single game of solo. I've done oh, duos really? and squads. Never done solo. Solo is good to practice, mm. I reckon, because you're not, you know, carrying your team around. Yeah. Although I, I feel like I'm more serious when I play solo. I want to give it a go. I always play solo, <clears throat> even in team games. It's fine. Yeah, he's lone yeah. wolf. Lone kind of familiar with here. that already, Sam. So. Yeah. But uh, I've got two. So uh, I'm, I've, this is my second week of uh, training for the Worlds next next year in 2018. <laughs> Going for that gold again. fry pan. So I'm, I'm getting there. Um, I've started cooking things in fry pans. I figure that's a nice tie-in that makes me sort of more ready. You're unlocking the, you're I, unlocking I, the secret, the mystery of mm-hmm. the fry pan. I feel like the best way to do it, though, is probably <laughs> getting a frying pan and just, like, putting it on your belt and yeah. covering your ass. Just, just carrying it around. around. Yeah, yeah. I, I might try that this week. Go to a few meetings with a fry pan on and see what they say. I'm yeah. like, you don't even know, mate. You don't know what I'm doing here. Mm. This is this is real life. <laughs> We're playing PUBG over here. You're over there probably playing H1Z1 like a fool. Oh. You know? Like a goddamn chump. Yeah, so... <clears throat> that was awesome. We're going to start doing little little YouTube sort of highlight videos, doing all this sort of PUBG chaos and these custom and please, servers. And hopefully you'll, when you go and check out these highlights, I hope you're not looking for pro strats or any kind of like professional gameplay. No. It will not be there. It will not be present. Occasionally we come out with some insanity though. Or yes. some like really cool one in a million yeah. things. Was occurring. it Seppi that lined up that person? He was on a bike. No, that was Ali. That was you. Ali was on that bike. So. You nailed that guy. There's a great little video on our Instagram at the moment of Ali just like crushing this dude against the door um, yeah. with a motorbike. It's one of my favorite things I've seen in pub. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So so that was great. Uh, I've nearly finished South Park the Fractured Butthole. Mm-hmm. I think I've got maybe an hour or so left. Um, it's phenomenal. It's one of my favorite games of the year. Wow. It's, yeah. it's that good. Um, the combat is that great. The story is fantastic. The, the voice acting's on point. It's playing South Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or playing early peak South Park. You know, obviously the later seasons, it's sort of up and down. You know, in my opinion, could be wrong. Well, man's opinion. <clears throat> but um, it's phenomenal. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm, I think I'm nearly at rank 10 finally on the superhero thing. And that's a grind to get there. Um, got my, got my abilities locked down, my sort of class sorted out, my, my team makeup just smacking through everything now it's so good i have the story is great i haven't seen too much of uh the gameplay I, like i've seen enough to know what it's about and you know i played uh stick of truth so and south park south park uh but the one thing i saw you playing was against sober tally 
mm-hmm. and that might have been the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. Ever seen is just Tally sketching out because he's been sober for too long, mm-hmm. and then like in the battle you have to light, like, and it's in a marijuana, like a yeah, medicinal a marijuana, marijuana story, and you have to light little bits of marijuana to chill him out, and then that's how you win. That's the win condition, right? You have to like. And there's, there's different ones like that in the game. There's a few different variables and escalators to win battles. It's not just always take, take this guy out, down yeah. to zero HP. It's, um, yeah, get Tally high enough for him to calm down. There's another one where you've got to try and escape an um, old folks home, but they just keep coming in and coming in and stacking in because it's almost like the early bird dinner specials happening. You've got to navigate your way to the exit. Oh, um, and then there's other cool things as you get later in the game where certain like certain enemy types they'll have have an ability where they just keep bringing in more lower end creeps so you've got to focus your fire on you know the head honcho mm. to stop this constant flow otherwise you're in these battles that could go forever yeah just adds after adds after adds it's just so good the story is great i'm loving it all the little character subclasses and just the little changes that they've done with the combat where instead of it just being a fixed battlefield where it is this grid-based system now where you can move around strategically, aim your attacks it's a tactics ways. Game. Yeah, it's a tactics it is game. phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Um, I love it. It's it's so fun. It's accessible. There is a bit of a learning curve. Like, you can get smacked up if you aren't strategizing. Mm-hmm. Strategizing. Mm. Strategizing, yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Strategizing, yeah, nice work. Um, it's great. It's so good. Um, pick it up if you haven't got it. If you're looking for a good distraction, it's hard because this is the month of games. It's killing me. October, November is insane. It's killing me. Um, and another one that I've finally been able to sink some hours into is I've started playing Wolfenstein 2, The oh, New Colossus. Oh, goodness. I was looking forward to getting someone's opinion about this. Yeah, what are your thoughts, man? Fuck me. It is also phenomenal. It's up there with one of the best games I've played all year as well. Already, like I'm only maybe three and a half hours in, four hours in. It's brilliant. Combat's tight. The story's great. Just the just the feel of the weapons and that viscera flying everywhere. And and yes, the whole Nazis invading and taking over the world has been done to death, but Wolfenstein have just knocked it out of the park. It's just like, I've got to admit, I've been <clears> watching <throat> some other people play it on streams and whatnot. And I just, it just, visually, it looks amazing. It's so good. The fact that they can somehow flesh out this backstory and make this into a series or a franchise mm. where you're learning about young young William Blaskowitz, you know, growing up with his strict American father and his, his Jewish mother and they're, they're growing up in, in sort of that oppression mm-hmm. and the hardship and the violence. That was a point of c- contention recently, though, as well, that they confirmed that he's actually Jewish, right? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, his mother's Jewish, and uh-huh. his his dad's a typical Caucasian American, uh-huh. hard hard father back in those days. Yeah, very strict discipline. There's some scenes in it which you like. I don't want to dive into spoilers. Yeah, but like fleshing out that backstory in that first hour hour and a half, you're just sitting there going, "Holy fuck!" And you're seeing some things. I, I don't want to yeah spoil anything because there is a few parts where you, your jaw is literally dropping. Like yeah. as you play, um, and you feel those that anguish and that tension and that stress and that sadness. Um, but the opening, like when you, you, then you go back to present day, you know, 1962 and it, it follows directly onto the back end of the first Wolfenstein game. You've, you've just been smashed a bit. You're in a wheelchair and you're trying to navigate your way out of this U-boat that, that uh, you and the resistance are 
controlling to fight against the nazis and just that mechanic of trying to navigate these spaces in a wheelchair fight combat okay there's steps fuck how do i get around this navigating the environment working out these puzzles and traps and things it's it's a great way to start it off it's very unique isn't it amazing that like that how where that series started and now it's still here it's Mm. still relevant it's still amazing and we're all enjoying it considering what the context is um it's really cool to see a game just Mm. last that long and just keep going yeah machine games have absolutely crushed it i've never played a wolfenstein game yeah am i missing out not one you really are not even the original no <clears throat> I think wow. I've got I, for I some think I've weird got the, reason the the first one here. If you can want to borrow it to play it, sure. Like oh. for some weird reason, uh, when I was younger, I associated it with Castlevania. Don't ask me why. Um, because there was what was it Wolfenstein's Castle or something or like hit like Hitler's Castle where you pretty much just no. I think there was like Castle Wolfenstein or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's yeah. the that's where the games so really were set. That could be it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, mm. two very different games. Yeah, <clears throat> obviously. One you're trying to kill Dracula, and one other trying to kill Hitler. Same, same. Yeah. Mm. But it's so Both good. the ultimate evil, one might My say. God, it's good. And it's just, it's a good time to be a gamer with the amount of releases that is have it hit. Though? It's is hard. It, it's frustrating me. It's like we're in this heyday, like this peak boom era. But yeah, there's just not enough hours in the day. Like I still have barely sunk much time into Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Buddy Horizon, Zero Dawn, Frozen Wilds just yeah. dropped this yeah. week, and I, which I'm hanging to get back to. I know it's very, like, it's a contradiction for me, but to say, oh, yeah, there's no time to play games, and I've said the last game that I played was PUBG. Mm. But um, to, like, bring the point across is that there is so many hours in the day that I feel like I reach that point where I'm like, I don't want to learn how to play a new game right now. Mm-hmm. I just want to enjoy a game. So that's yeah, why I that think comfort I, food. Exactly. So I think that's why I go back to yeah. games that I already know. So yeah, I have that feeling. I always go to the same thing. <laughs> I you know Hearthstone, Tekken, mm. whatever. Like that, just that same bag. Is, that, is this I always age, keep guys? reaching back into? <clears throat> Speaking of same bag, what have you been playing this week? Same stuff or something new? Or? Uh, I stole your copy of Shadow of War. Actually, <laughs> um, I may have been I'm a dying over here. Sorry. That's all right. Yeah, thank you for being so cool about that as well. By the mm. way, but after we uh, left the studio last week, I decided I'd take your copy of Shadow of War. And I've been playing that and I didn't play Shadow of Mortal. So I had no real, I understood the nemesis system mm-hmm. and I understood sort of the concept that you were possessed. That's um, okay. Cause the table setting at the start of Shadow of War was pretty helpful. Give you that backstory. Have you played a little bit of it? Yeah, I've played, well, I finished the original and I've played about eight hours of Shadow of War. All right. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, you've played more than me. I'll tell you that for free, but it does give you a little bit of information about, um, your guy Italian, mm-hmm. and then also is it like what's the name of this L spirit Salimbrabor or something? Yeah, um, Selimbrabor. Selimbrabor. It's got a crazy elven name, but uh, what I gather is at the end of Shadow of Mordor, you forge a ring that's meant to be powerful enough to take over Sauron mm-hmm. or something, and within like minutes you lose it. Yeah, like straight off, straight off the bat. Yeah, you hand it over to old Spider Queen. Yeah, whose which name is escapes she? me right now. Is she the same spider from the last movie, the, the Return of the King? I think that's where they're weaving it in, yeah. Yeah. But oh, like, that's fun. Actually, well played. And well picked up. Great teamwork. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I thought that was, like, weird. Very jarring to see this, this all-powerful ring uh, be completely, like, discarded. He gives it to her. Yeah, this goes, um, here you go, baby. So, wait. 
this whole series, Lord of the Rings, is just about people and their lack of holding rings. No, pretty much. It sits in between. So this story <laughs> sits apparently in between The Hobbit and uh, the Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. and it's about how this one guy Sauron tricked everyone and made his own ring to command all the other rings. Gotcha. And then he got pumped by a sealed door at this like crazy battle. He got absolutely pumped. He like reached into a sealed door with his hand, and a sealed door cut his finger off. Seems like a Dumb move. Very precise cut too. Yeah, super precise. The ring was very high up. Mm. Like he would have had to be very accurate. Anyway, years passed. Uh, I'm retelling Lord of the Rings. Mm. Is that Uh, what I'm doing right now? But I'm actually really compelled. The way you're describing it, it's it obviously sounds like it's a very relaxed Mm. version. But I'm very compelled. Uh, I I like I like this interpretation. Years pass. Schmeagel gets it. Um, Then Bilbo gets it off of Schmeagel somehow. He loses it. And then Frodo gets it passed down to him on like Bilbo's 111th birthday. So how many rings are there? There's um, nine to men, mm-hmm. three to elves, one to Sauron, seven to dwarves. Actually, I think the movie does. I know a that, lot about this. Mm-hmm. Actually, surprisingly, you are the Tolkien expert. It's all right, yeah, it's doing okay here. Anyway, Frodo gets it, he throws it in the volcano. Uh, back, GG. back, to but that was like three whole movies. <clears throat> That's like three whole movies. Mm, back to Shadow of War, though. And back to Shadow. Well, what do you think? And sorry, of nine hours. That's nine hours worth of movie. Um, I've just skimmed over. Uh, Shadow of Wars. Um, it's cool, man. Like it, it's hard. Not, again, not having sort of the, played the first one to have a point of reference on um, what's carried across. That's fine. I'm. I've you know unlocked the bow, and I've just you know unlocked the sweep move as well. Mm-hmm. So if you hold down your attack, there's a sweep move. Yeah, like the where you get the big. Um, pauldron or whatever it's called yeah, pole, yeah. like the pole arm and you can swing yeah. it yeah um <clears throat> i'm struggling to still understand what the cylindrobor guy does i know like you're very supernatural so you can like do things like jump from super high up any any um yeah. you don't take full damage at all so you can jump from anything mm-hmm. um yeah so and like there's a mode i can go into like some kind of ghost mode it seems yeah. like where i'm sensing it's, it's almost things. like the stealth mode in it yeah, like where you you activate your your stealth ability or your spirit ability. Obviously, you've seen the skill tree. Like the skill tree is huge. Like it's mm. deep, and there's so many uh, areas you can go. Whether it be specialization, specialist, sure, yeah. or you can go more of the the stealth, or you're better with your archery, or better of your control, where you can um, you use those spirit powers to to not only interrogate orcs, mm. make them fight by your side, get information, or you can you know scare them away and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's deep and it opens up a lot more lot more um paths paths to the goal or paths to finishing respective missions and quests I'm, as you play i'm certainly hooked and let, let's talk about the <clears throat> nemesis system for a moment uh naturally because i'm just an idiot i went for hard i picked the hardest difficulty because i was like yeah i can do that um i got jacked by like the first captain i fought he absolutely smashed me and then i was like oh, i'll go back and i'll get him no, oh, because then they level up again when they smack you. Well, no, I didn't even get to him because then I got jacked by another orc on the way to that guy. And then that guy's a captain. He got promoted. He was just a grunt. Mm. So I'm just getting absolutely flogged by all of these orcs. Yeah, you're just making enemies all right over. Center. Yeah, making it so much harder for myself. Um, but I find it to be like a really fascinating system because uh, everyone's got their own little strengths and weaknesses. Mm. You can sort of perceive potentially based on whether or not you've interrogated someone who's around and what their skills are. Um, definitely have to approach every captain differently. Mm. Um, 
it's it's a great game. I actually really am enjoying the combat element of the game a lot. Story, I'm a little uh. combat side. How are you finding it? Like it's very forgiving. Like you can just spam for the most part. I yeah, I, and it's it reminds me a lot of like Arkham Asylum, like the Batman games. It's, the, it's not as fluid, but it's yeah, very very it's, similar. No, it's really not. You could be mid swing, and then you'll see like the parry mm. um, sign yeah, pop up above someone else. So you hit Y, and then <clears> you've just parried. Or triangle for you PlayStation users. Sure. Um, but I find that you've got to be careful in how you time that as well because if you're parrying something, you'll get swung at by something mm. else. It's very easy to get hit mid-motion. Uh, what I don't know, like it might be a sign of the difficulty I'm playing on. Uh, maybe I'm stretching too far, but I am actually finding it very tough. It's, uh, to it's very, play. especially in those early hours, it's very poke, 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 run, go back, yeah, poke, poke, poke. Which I'm not a fan of. I'm really not a fan like of that. You can't just roll into a squad for the most part or you know a group of orcs and just think, I'm going to kill all 20 of these. Mm. Especially when a random captain will roll in too. Yeah. So then you, and, and a lot of the time, you can't just parry them. Obviously, as Sam said, they've got certain defenses where they might be immune to certain attacks or parries or counters that you do. So, so even stealth attacks. So you can get smacked up real quick. Some of, I mean, one of the cool ones I, I found was it was a buff for everyone else around the captain. After mm. the captain dies, everyone gets a buff um to to just they're enraged is like oh, what okay. they call it right. uh and it's like well shit how do i take the captain with the ads or how do i take mm. the ads first like you actually really got to think it's it's a really clever game one of the best abilities to pick up is it's like a brutalized stealth kill mm. and so you obviously you drop from above and you you land on an enemy and you kill them in in you know one fell swoop but it's a, a almost like a yeah brutality from if you want to go mortal combat days and any enemies in that close vicinity see that, get scared and run away. So you can sort of thin the herd really quick with that, and then you can just go straight to a captain or pick guys off as they're running. That's a good little tactic that I use. You drop in, scare scare these guys shitless, they all go, and then you can sort of have a bit more freedom to roam those spaces. Ah, I might take that on board. Yeah, I'm going to keep playing. I, I really like this. Um, outside <clears> of that, look, just, you know, bread and butter, Hearthstone and Shadowverse. Mm-hmm. Um same old, same old, I guess. It's it's on the Hearthstone side, we're gearing up for the new expansion. Um, oh, I forget what it's called now. Kobolds and Caverns or something. Um, mm. And they dropped the new legendary card this week. It was free for everyone who logged in. It's called Marion the Fox. I think it's a cool little card. You play it and on your opponent's side of the field, you'll drop a treasure chest. And if you break the treasure chest, you get a card. Um Pretty interesting, seeing tons of those in play at the moment, uh, which makes it pretty easy to count up. But anyway. You off that WoW train now? Uh, yeah, pretty firmly off WoW. I'm probably still getting debited my monthly subscription fee, but uh, it has been a while now, actually, mm. probably since before PAX. I feel like we need to almost like give you those AA coins or whatever they give you, the, the, the chips, <laughs> give you a chip for every month that you've been clean of WoW. I certainly feel uh, a lot clearer, mm. a lot clear-minded. <laughs> uh yeah no i don't really foresee myself get back into that until the expansion but i will go back for the expansion because it looks great um what oh just it's lost on <laughs> you're me just shaking days. your head i'm just yeah i'm done the world has moved on all right in my, in my well my world has moved on my world's trying mm. i'm just holding it back getting in my own way mm. Before we before we jump into the news, I just wanted to also round out what we've been doing by saying I watched Thor Ragnarok last yes. night. So it's hot in my memory, hot in my mind, hot in my emotions, big in my heart. One of the best movies I've seen in years. 
everyone's everyone's raving about this movie like mm. there's just so much positive feedback that it just it can't be bad at mm. all so yeah. i feel very confident going into watching this movie i, I guess there is the the rose tinted glasses here for me because similar to horizon zero dawn where i say that game was made for me this movie is very similar it hits on all those touch touchstones that i love that 80s sci-fi fantasy neon vibrant colored synth soundtracks uh, tongue-in-cheek dialogue, um, but it's done great the, cameos. It's done by that same guy that did um, yeah, what Taika, we do in the shadows, Taika right? Yeah, and he's I think that's he's his name. got that right sense of humour. Yeah. I don't know oh, how yeah. he nails it, but he's, he just knows. And he he voices a, a side character in this film oh, um, yeah. named Korg. He's like this stone um, man made of stone gladiator. He's almost like a, a better version of Thing from Fantastic Four, but um. The one line is because he's got that Kiwi accent. It's very like that, cheer, bro. And he, he comes out with these zingers through the whole movie that just have you in stitches. It's so good. He steals the show in every part that he, he appears in. Just eats character. the scenery, eh? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've heard nothing but good things. I want to see this film. Me too. I want to see this film. Yeah. It, it's one of the best in entries while, into man. the Marvel Universe. Um, yeah. You, you can see, obviously, they're, they're definitely playing off the success of Guardians. You know, going down that sort of style of film. Say, yeah, it, well, they've it got does a mingle soon, Yeah, so they've got to start like molding together. Really? Yeah, with Infinity War coming film up, and then have like you know the Guardians. Mm. Oh, like, is that how they tie in? Is it? Um, I don't know. It's the Infinite Marvel. Stones, right? Yeah, so they're, the Infinity War where they're going to yeah. fight Thanos because he's got the gauntlet. Is that you? What was that? Probably phones. Close to a mic. It literally was like. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I've put mine down on the on the floor just so I didn't what get was it. I'm worried it's coming from my body, and it's not. But I'm worried it's coming no. From that my wasn't body that wasn't a body thing. That uh, actually was terrifying. I'm actually starting to get scared. Is that what you went like that? Are you actually worried? Ghost no, cast. none of that. I'm now scared of like, yeah, is there a ghost in here or something? Yeah. So Infin- that's Rumi. So <clears throat> sorry. Infinity War is where it ties into. Obviously, it's the next the next trilogy after the Avengers. All this. I think it's only two movies that they're doing with Infinity War where. The Avengers and Guardians and, and everyone else from this universe is going to band together to fight Thanos, try and take him down. Mm-hmm. Um, and just this new direction where Thor's now lighthearted. He's a bit more of a dude. He's joking. You know, in the first one, he's very straight down the line. Yeah. He's in, he's from Asgard. They're this proud nation, proud race. They don't fight. or They fight all the time, but like, there's no time for lightheartedness and comedy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And now he's just this dude. Yeah, um, but it works so well. It's meant to be more jovial. Yeah, and I'm reading a lot of the Crim- Chris Hemsworth, Crimsworth, <clears throat> as we you know call him down here, Crimsworth. Okay, uh, I don't know. I call I him the Hem Dog. Odd Hem Dogs. Um, as an actor, gorgeous. sort of evolved. Yeah, me too. He Thor. is. He is something. Is he? Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's. I heard he's like. It's super funny. He's super funny. Mm. The banter with Ruffalo is really good. Apparently, a lot of it's very ad lib as well. Um, not a lot of scripted uh, comedy. How mm. much Ruffalo is there? Like, as far as the majority of the film, he's Hulk. Okay. Um, I'd say twenty five percent Mark Ruffalo form, Bruce Banner form. Um, <clears throat> from what I've heard or read out on the uh, the rumor mills is they were originally trying to pitch a standalone Hulk trilogy, mm-hmm. but I guess due to how poor the Eric Banner and Edward Norton films fared. Yeah. They're weaving in this story through these other movies. And that's okay. what we're seeing with Thor Ragnarok, where they're giving it a backstory. They're getting the Planet Hulk thing sort of situated here, where he's this gladiator god. And 
big celebrity and all that kind of thing. So it's cool to see them add a bit more weight and backstory to to Hulk and Bruce Banner because, yeah, I don't think it would probably stand up alone. No, I personally don't think so. It's not a character. Like, I'm assuming he has to be in Hulk mode most of the time anyway, and that's not a character that you can, like, you know feel compelled to watch but, for such a long time and and like if you look at the first two films it's all about the the drama's like literally just centered around him controlling his anger mm. like both of those films are literally all about i mean and there's other stuff obviously but all, it, all of it comes back to like ha- how many days has it been since edward norton last lost control and became the hulk and he tries repressing it whereas ruffalo what they've done with him since um uh the avengers is it's like he's in control of it all the time. He knows how to unleash it for the most part, and, you know, until the stick or whatever makes him go green. Mm-hmm. But like, <laughs> it just, uh, I think he's, and he's a far more charismatic actor as well, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. I'll take like one Ruffalo over <clears throat> 10 Nortons. Ooh. Especially in this and role. And 20 banners together. Hey, I, I love, I love Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. He's so good. And, and when he does become mm. Bruce Banner again in the film, mm. it's so great. Yeah. So great. So funny and so slapsticky and the the buddy buddy exchange between him and Thor. Mm-hmm. It's it's phenomenal. Um Kate Blanchett and Jeff Goldblum crush oh, it in this see, as well. Goldblum, I need to see Goldblum in this. He looks he looks fabulous. Yeah, so he's the grandmaster. That's who he plays and it's just more Jeff Goldblum. You know, you know the quirky awkwardness that he is um and it just shines on screen. What's the role of the grandmaster? So he's like you could say the the dictator or the the president of this planet mm. where where these uh, gladiatorial battles are going on. So he's he's the big cheese, right? Okay, mm. and, then, and then Kate Blanchett plays Hela, who is uh, the the God. goddess of death, mm. um, and she's great. She she gives that role a lot of weight. You know, she's a great actress, and, yeah. and to see her jump into something a little bit more lighthearted and fantasy. Oh, I guess she was in Lord of the Rings now I think about it. But um, <laughs> yeah, she she crushes it. She's so good in that role. And you actually kind of understand where she comes from a little bit. You can sort of side with the protagonist here or there when when they do flesh out that backstory. Yeah, yeah. So it's... Hello. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really good. Really cool, good. man. Um, yeah, I don't want to dive spoilers, but it's it's so fun. Great popcorn movie, but it's just enjoyable. I was laughing the whole time. Yeah, I think I've got a schedule to see this one in the <clears> cinema. Sold. Mm. Sold. Should we jump into some news? Let's. This week's news headlines. Did you want to lead us off, Dream? I know you've you've put the blood, sweat, and tears into this agenda, so I think it's more than appropriate that you are uh, champion the cause today on episode eighty-six. Thank you very much, good sir. Uh, so uh, the news um, disclaimer: tons of Star Wars, tons of Harry Potter this week. Uh, it seems <coughs> like, and we'll start with Star Wars are getting three new films. Right. Uh, so. <coughs> The dealio here is that uh, the director for the upcoming Star Wars Last Jedi film, Ryan Johnson, is to write three new films set in a completely different quadrant mm. or whatever. Outside com- of the Sky- Skywalker lineage. Entirely outside of it. Uh, and he's also set to direct the first one. Um, no news, I don't think, on you know dates or anything yet. Obviously, it hasn't been written. Um, who knows what the story's going <clears> to <throat> be, but that's coming. Uh, so what do we have? We've got these three uh, all up to episode nine. Do we yep. know, and we don't know what that's called yet. We just know it's the episode nine. nine. No. Um, we've got the Han Solo film coming out next year. Yeah, and apparently they're going to be doing the Bounty Hunter one, mm-hmm. which I'm I'm excited for. The I mean, I was, but <clears throat> the more st- more shit that they announced, yeah. the more I'm just being like, just leave everything alone. So 
The other, I think we'll, we'll drop these next two points in and let's discuss it more broadly. The uh, They've also acquired... Uh, EA, sorry, have also acquired Respawn for $455 million. Maybe this one sits a little bit outside, but they're also going to start doing Star Wars games mm-hmm. uh, in addition to a Titanfall <clears> game. <throat> Uh, there's a Star Wars TV show coming out as well. So I, we are now getting fucking Star Wars thick and fast. It's fucking Disney. It's, it's Star Wars overload. Like, I'm just worried how watered down some of this stuff is going to be. Um, uh, and there's what, Jedi Outcast as well? Or what's that TV show? Rebels, I think it's called. Oh, the um, the animated one they yeah. do. Yeah. So there's that now as well, which is canon as mm. well. Um, it, it says a lot for Ryan Johnson to... Like obviously, the Last Jedi is not out yet, but mm. the powers that be must be pretty happy with what he's putting together with the Last Jedi. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that gives me a little vote of confidence that this next three mightn't be too bad. Uh, I know it's, you know, we're we're still fence sitting because no one's seen the Last Jedi in its entirety. It could be a dumpster fire. Who knows? But I, maybe they see some potential in this, and and he could do this universe justice. But mm. I don't know. I'm such a such a tried and true star wars fan and I, I love that original trilogy the second trilogy the, some parts were good for yeah the most part it's pretty forgettable but sure. it's it's like yeah it's disney they want to make money obviously so mm-hmm. of and course they, they're going to go back to this world and star wars the problem though the star wars is always going to be the fucking thing that's going to mm. sell regardless but, but that's the problem though like fundamentally this is these are all business decisions it's not like they're servicing the story or anything like that right yeah um I'm glad it's not like three more Skywalker films at the very least. Mm. It's something different. But like you've got to wonder, you know, and you're so, you're talking about um, how it's obviously they're happy with him, <clears> but maybe they're just happy with <throat> the way that he's able to expand the universe out more. Yeah. And that's not as a fan. Like, or they're happy to maybe want. control want, his oh. vision too, you know. Maybe yeah. he's a yes man. Oh, yeah. You want closure though, <clears> I feel like. As a fan, you want, you want catharsis and you want closure. You don't want any loose ends. You want to know where things land <clears> at the end of episode nine. <clears> and if there's, I swear to God, if there's like one thread left open and they just use that to go into a whole other thing in yeah. five years or 10 years, mm-hmm. it just kind of really I'm, I'm, sullies the you know, good name that Star Wars has. Does I, Disney own Marvel? As, sorry, as much as... Um, they do, don't they, as well? Yeah, yeah. I think so. So that <clears throat> Disney own pretty well everything these days. Mm. Mm. Um, I just hope that they don't make this episode 10, 11, 12. I hope that it is standalone. Maybe it's it is title, yeah, ambiguous it title be. X from the Star Wars universe or something. Like. I'm, I'm, look, I'm not opposed maybe to a completely new Star Wars story because extended universe stuff, mm. I don't have a problem with the ex- extended universe. Like, I think that's a really cool thing to do. To use a setting to tell a different story is great. Uh, but it does feel like this is all too much it at does. the moment. I love. We're getting they they as <clears> soon <throat> as they got their hands on Star Wars, they're like, all right, boom, three films, boom, three more other films, now three more new films and a TV like the TV, TV series has me intrigued. If there's Rebels, something I can watch every week that's yeah. live action, cool. Give me more sci-fi. Give me more syndicated sci-fi. Like I love love being able to cram television shows and stuff. I love that it can be. I'm like several month journey where mm. I can watch this story unfold and things. Yeah, um, I'm hoping that they maybe try and do some stuff darker tonally. Maybe they go for a harder rating on some of this stuff. I would love if they went down a Sith route, but they won't. But um, see that'd be sick. It would be sick. There's yeah. so many other little stories as well that's really compelling. But then again, <clears throat> see it goes back to the too much of a good thing. Mm. Like 
I know it sounds like we're bitching about like you know we're fans of like Star Wars we enjoy the Star Wars like everything pretty much whether it's um canon or not I guess yeah um but then it comes to the thing it's like well then why do you care that there's mm. so much they're releasing <clears throat> so much stuff you should be happy they're you know they're giving you everything that you would want but oversaturation yeah and it's just it like sometimes you get watered down results and obviously it's Disney the money's there but they, yeah but. It just you when it feels too much like force feeding, like but you it, start <clears> to get. Yeah, MCU's like the great example here, though, where instead of just telling a good story, they're trying to set up a, a legacy, basically, of just how do we keep this wheel turning mm-hmm. as long as we can, because mm-hmm. it is a huge money maker. And, and the, I think the best thing with Marvel, what they did too, is they planned it out in waves. They said in wave one. This is what's coming out. In the second, these are the new f- mil- movies and TV shows. This is going to interweave. But it seems like with this, they're just like, holy shit, we're making so much money. Another trilogy. Another but trilogy. Be, offshoot. offshoot. But I'll be like super <clears throat> uh, like honest about my feeling about Marvel films. They're the same film. Every Marvel film to me is the same fucking film. Yeah. Um, sure, some of them are tonally a bit different. Some of them deal with different themes. But at the end of the day, they introduce villains the same way. They deal with villains the same way. They leave something open. They have nothing but Easter eggs in there for people to geek out over. And it's very formulaic and it's very academic and they just keep pumping them out. And they look good quality, no doubt. Great quality. Some are better than others. But for the most part, almost anyone can walk into that cinema and have a good time. Mm. And when that's all you're doing, like you're really not doing anything interesting to me. You're just pumping out shit. Uh, for people to spend money on. And then they also obviously go down the route of like merchandising and all that sort of stuff as well, yeah. which, you know, is another level of money and intake that they can have. I am not a big fan of the Marvel movie universe, unfortunately. I don't really enjoy any of them too much. I can't really think of one that I enjoyed that much. <gasps> Honestly, I wasn't going. I wasn't going that, down, that far down the rabbit hole. I like. I honestly like. I, I the only one that really speaks out that is. I actually really enjoyed the first Captain America movie, but I think that was more just like time period wise. <clears throat> Winter Soldier was great too. I think I fell asleep during that. <gasps> Winter Soldier was alright. Civil War <clears throat> was fantastic. Oh yeah, uh, but anyway, it was alright. Po- point being is, I just I liked. Um, I don't know. I'm being a precious little sook here, pretty much. We don't know I what these films are. are. These could sense. be the best things ever. But what's be, likely to happen is... Just, that these just, just treat the source material with respect. That's all I want. They won't. You yeah, know they, they probably won't. won't. You know, they, They're <laughs> going to bleed every milliliter of blood out of this franchise and then try and work out a way to probably fucking reboot the thing afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's the way the world works, sadly, with media. Um, but I, like, I, I'm <clears> sick of uh, engaging with... Um, something now wondering if it's going to outlive me and I'll never find out how it ends. Which is like a stupid thing to sort of suggest, but it's actually kind of true. I mean, you've Things just made will... me like, yeah, aware of that. And yeah, now that is a t- very terrifying truth. Mm. But it's, it's, it's annoying. It's like, why can't I enjoy this and have a, like a great story told and that's the end of it? Why, mm. why do I have to, you know, mm. leave this open? My kids will be talking about Star Wars. Their kids will probably be talking about Star Wars. And none of us will have seen the ending. Anyway, I'm ranting. <clears throat> I guess I guess, sort of putting a bow on all that, tying into these purchases and, and weaving a thread through. Yeah, EA purchasing Respawn, 455 million US dollars. A lot yeah. of smackers. Yeah, do you see uh, like people like, why? Why yeah. did Respawn sell for 455 million dollars? Because it's half dollars. a billion fucking dollars. That's yeah. why. Because money. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, 
and no doubt if I was the head of Respawn and EA turned around and said, here's a bucket of money, oh yeah, I'd be like, yeah, no worries. As long as there's some kind of non-compete and I, I get an itch down the line to maybe want to try and make new stuff again, free of EA overlords, I've still got a share of 455 million US dollars. It's kind of crazy too. Like Titanfall underperformed both games, but it's a good IP. I feel like it's kind of a pretty cool, I, cool concept and it could be it you know, re-envisioned yeah. to be I, I love that better. EA have actually led off with that and said, we're going to do a new Titanfall because yeah. we talked about this last year in depth it came out at a horrible time. You know, mm. it was oh, yeah. wedged in with Battlefield and COD and a whole, and Dishonored 2 was in there. There was a whole slew of titles and it reviewed really well. The campaign was great. The multiplayer is tight, mm. but it just fell by the wayside because it was lost similar to, I guess, this October, November. There's so many mm-hmm. big AAA juggernauts taking all the spotlight um, that we will see some of these games that we're loving at the moment undersell. Yeah, fall through the cracks. Mm. But it, I love that they turned around and said, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep this franchise alive because it's great. Who doesn't want mech based combat now that there's yeah, you know they're they they've got AI on board and they're adding more human elements to these things. It's it's so good. Yeah, and a new Star Wars game as well. Just to add that one in there, they confirmed is working on a new Star Wars video game. Mm. Um, which I'm I'm totally in favor for. I like I love Star Wars video games. Jedi Outcast, fantastic. Never was a fan of Force Unleashed though. Mm. I never played Force Unleashed. Mm. Uh, I loved it. Yeah, I, I, rolling it around as Star Killer was so good. The first and the second one, so good. Fighting Rancors as as this sort of secret Darth Vader apprentice, just wrecking shop. <clears throat> Isn't that the name of the base in Episode Seven? Star Killer. Star Killer base. Maybe. Or something like that. I can't remember off anyway. the top of my head. No, I don't want to put my name to that one. I'll say maybe. But yeah, Star Wars game. Can't go wrong, right? <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> now I mean. Adelaide Crows bought that Legacy team. Mm-hmm. Legacy Esports. Legacy Esports. They are getting their own training facility at the Adelaide home ground. I'm just going to say, too, that was a know. shit segue. You didn't even <laughs> segue. You are just like, you know how? <laughs> I didn't expect you guys to keep talking. It was a pretty bad segue, though, right? I'm going to stop introducing new topics. I'll let you uh, take those reins back over. I was in no, the seat don't. for like one one week. One week. Sorry, I'm I just like... I, okay. I can feel your bum groove. Yeah. Big bum though, right? Mm, it's nice. We're working on them glutes, doing mm-hmm. a lot of squats. Yeah. A lot of lunges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to envision what a training facility for an esports group would look like. Well, this one, this one's meant to be more of a place where there's... Because there's a like a roster of about 30 players or so in Legacy at the moment. <clears> and this is for them to actually engage with the Adelaide Crows... Um, slew of Medical scientists and, and, oh, yeah, and doctors. I thought you meant the, the pl- other players. I'm like, could you imagine footballers and fucking esports players no. trying to find anything in common? But like, they'll have access to everything that the crows have, like, and including like nutritionalists, mm. which is a really That's funny concept. To- it's, it's funny. No, it's we're going to go like from it's like a red, like it's going to be a Red Bull in a Powerade bottle where they're like squirting in their mouth and stuff like that, so, or big no, Powerade dunks. like a nutritionalist sounds <clears throat> like a good idea for a people. Oh yeah, it's genius. Great idea. All of this is great, but like public perception of what esports is. Was it like today, tonight, or some bullshit hacky thing here in oh, Australia? Oh, you mean the sixty minutes? Um, yeah, video they're, they like, did? they're like instead of you know uh, Gatorade and da da da, it's Coca Cola and Cheetos. No, Mountain Dew and Cheetos. Mountain Dew and Cheetos. And it's just this really bullshit, like twenty-year-old, um, completely mm. stupid uh, idea of what a video gamer is these days, or a professional uh, esports mm. athlete is these days. Just there's so such, dumb. there's such a big disconnect from gaming society and culture to i guess the general populace yeah those mid 30 or 40 pluses where they think oh it's just a 
a virgin in a dimly lit room living off snacks you know yeah how did they see my room (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i think like for the most part i think we're still trying to bring like gaming into the new age i I think there's still not that understanding of how big it is Mm. like exactly like how big it is here in australia definitely definitely in the internet Mm. starters um but people are starting to to grasp this like um well the crows but bigger than that as well the ioc met the other week in switzerland for some junket with all their powers at b and they're looking at the paris 2024 olympic games as potentially having mm-hmm. esports as a mm. medaled event um so you know the Love world's watching how that works yeah. and no doubt all that is is a intention to try and grab the youth of today to be interested in the olympics you know what are the kids like these days esports oh. yeah Rad man, gnarly. Let's let's have Rocket Wait, League as a medal mean, event. Does like, that, well, do we get like Street Fighter and Tekken as well? No, nah, they've got a hard stance about um, violence, which is funny because there's boxing, judo, and the like. But <laughs> they've said CS:GO, PUBG, Street Fighters, and things where you are literally knocking someone out, watching their life bar depreciate. Yeah, no. Okay. So, so that's why I see probably Rocket League as the yeah. game to go in. Rocket League? No, it'd be League of Legends, bro. No, because it's the same thing. You're knocking Health. people out. You, you, you're Seriously? killing things. Yeah. Oh, really? Hard, they've got a hard stance for that where it's health-based. You're killing... Look at Rocket League. You're killing creeps for money. They're, they're very particular. League, League of Legends. Yeah, League, League sorry, money. not Rocket League. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, oh, well, whatever they decide. Yeah, that's but, their uh, rulings at the moment. So no, no Street Fighter, no Tekkens, things like that's that. That's like almost every good... Uh, and also huge prize-winning mm. esport yeah. game at the moment. Yeah. That so I, I could only see. I was thinking about it during the week. Doing it, Rocket League would be the only one. The cars, they're all the same. You know, there's no. Um, I'm sure they do a fun festival like, yeah. thing as well for the Olympics. Each uh, team can then have yeah their their country skins, their you know their their national flag draped on their cars. I'm just trying to think what else would they do exactly. Yeah, they're really painting themselves into a corner with that one. Mm. Um, fuck the Olympics. Mm. They're a pretty corrupt organization yeah. anyway. Oh, so yes. a- the Asia 2022 Games is the first official medaled event that will support esports. I haven't confirmed which games yet. Mm-hmm. But as far as Olympics go, 2024 Paris could be uh, the debut of Rocket League or maybe they make a new game. Maybe How good is this? They play Mario and Sonic at the Olympics at the Olympics as the Ooh. medal event. And you got to just mash buttons to make yourself run really fast to do the high jump and things like that. And then you could do Winter Olympics too. My own song at the Winter Olympics. There's the game right there. Sydney 2000 Olympics. I remember playing that game. You had to mash the space mm-hmm. bar to get like sprinting. And it was like at EB and they had record times and stuff. And there was a big group of people around. <clears throat> I didn't get the record time, but it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I was 10. Good story. Great story. Yeah. <laughs> All good stories end with, and I was 10. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. And that was... No, all right, let's not go there. Anyway. (laughs) Leading this in, I was going to make a joke about 10-year-old wizards, but uh, that's probably a bit bit creepy, you know, wand (laughs) undertones and things like that, which I'm already doing now. Anyway, um, Niantic (laughs) developing Harry Potter Wizards Unite, an augmented reality game where players travel their neighborhood, learn spells, and battle creatures. See, at first when they... read this story saying that they're going to do this. I was like, what the fuck are they going to do? Like, I don't understand how it's going to work. And then they did the breakdown and then they said how everyone's going to have their own houses and and then you can start getting, getting together and battling each, it's, with it's each other. It's just going to be reskin like, oh. Pokemon. 
Yeah, makes That's the way sense. I see it. Well, they, um, I read somewhere that it will actually be a lot more similar to their first game, their first AR game, um, where you, you get zones. You work in teams to capture points and your points connect up to form a grid. Mm. Uh, and whoever's got the bigger grid gets more points, so on and so forth. I forget what it's called. Ingress. Ingress, that's it. Apparently, it's going to be similar to that. I'm not sure how, though. Well, I don't know how, how that, that would work too much because I'm sure, I'm like, what, 60% of people are going to go Gryffindor? Cause it, uh. And this is this is going to be like, if it's going to be exactly <clears throat> like Pokemon Go, remember when Pokemon Go first released, everyone was doing it. Even like Joe mm-hmm. Blow that doesn't play video games, he was playing it. So, nah, And you're going to have all mums, I reckon. They should have the login where you've got to go to Pottermore and fill out those those questions and then oh, it'll yeah. house you but it's still mm-hmm. and then find your patronus me. as well it still surprises me how many people play pokemon go but not even just how many people what ki- like not what kind of like just the different kinds of people yeah. i should say like i look at like old like 45 50 year old dudes in my company who play pokemon go but could, could care less probably never touched a pokemon game in their life they just enjoy the fun social interaction of it obviously mm-hmm. it was a huge thing so everyone gets on the fad but it's crazy. Uh, Niantic have been suffering throughout the whole time while they're making money. Plagued by server issues that are still unresolved. Plagued by in-game purchases that are still unresolved. Uh, their Pokemon Go global thing was a complete fucking mess to the point where they're actually <coughs> refunding tickets. Yeah, the, the event in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, like, they came out with a fantastic product, sure, because it you know, everyone was onto it, but they don't know how to support it at all. And they don't have the, I guess the scope or the scale, I should say, to actually Mm. support that. So I don't know what the hell they're going to do when they've got, you know, brand new game, similar concept, Mm. probably similar load. I imagine everyone's going to jump on this shit. Oh, it's going to be huge. It's going to be them making more money. These servers are going to melt that first few weeks. Oh yeah. But people will push through, people will complain, but they'll still keep trying to get in there and cast some, cast some spells. Very good point. Yeah. Um, this next bit of news, Dream, Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition. Uh, yeah, so, <sighs> I don't know where to start with this. Um, who cares? The end. Yeah, who cares? If you want to play like a chibi version of Final Fantasy 15, you can. It's coming to mobile. It's a long time since I've heard the term mm. chibi. 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 Yeah. Mm. It's, uh, it's definitely coming. Um, so you can play, yeah, Chibi Cutesy Final Fantasy 15 for like 20 bucks. You can get all 10 chapters. They're breaking it up. I don't think it's going to be <clears> the full game, but it certainly sounds like it's going to be, uh, at the very least, a fair chunk of it. Yeah, so it says it splits it into 10 episodes. 10 episodes, which from memory, the the game itself is 14 or 15. Um, I'm actually interested to see what the story is like and how it plays, just to see how closely it matches 15 for <clears> all of its... Bumps and bruises. I, I love I love these price spikes though. So the first chapter is free. Yeah. Two and three, ninety nine cents each. And yeah. then after that, they're either four ninety nine each or you pony up the whole twenty. Yeah, it makes sense though, right? I, my, I Get them in. Get them hooked for free and cheap and then just, you know by the time you're there it's twenty bucks later. Well what is it? Seven times five, thirty five. So it's actually almost double that you're spending mm. if you get it um episodically episodically? Mm-hmm. There you go. That's a word. Um, uh, I might actually be dumb enough to buy it, though. No, you can try the first episode for free. That's a good point. Yeah, I could do that. I want you to report back when this drops, after you play that first episode. It's coming soon. It's coming <clears> in like a month or two. 
Um, yeah, I'm not terribly excited. I, I was saying last week to you, Ali, mm. I actually really am fascinated by the whole thing, though. Like, the whole story yeah. deserves to be <clears throat> made a movie out of, I think. Oh. Yeah. Who would have followed, though? I wonder. Didn't they release a movie? Or something? Uh, not their movie. No, a movie about, like, the making of this game, the production, oh. the hype, the expectation, and then the sudden, like, drop in people's love and appreciation for Square Enix. Um, mm. Yeah. Anyway, Final Fantasy Fifteen Pocket version. Mm. So the next one you put in here is, like, a two-barreled bit of headline slash question. Uh, apparently, the list of rumored games have been leaked for the yet unannounced Nintendo 64 Mini. I'm assuming they're going to call this thing as well, you know? Yeah. Yep. N64 Classic Mini or whatever. So someone found it in, like, Nintendo's website in their manuals. They found this information stored on Nintendo's <coughs> website. So Nothing sacred. No. And apparently it was, like, still there for a while after. It might still be there. I haven't mm. actually gone in to check. Um, but yeah, they've got like that list there and it's all the ones you, you know, you can expect Zelda, Mario mm-hmm. Kart, mm-hmm. Pokemon Snap, Lilac Wars or Star Fox 64, depending on what part of the world you're from. Um, I'm excited for some, uh, some Yoshi story. Oh yeah. Yoshi yeah. story is going to be there. Uh, what else is there? Paper Mario, Mario Tennis. I love playing that game. I love tennis games in general for some reason. That is weird. <clears throat> if we're in an arcade, I used to go play top spin all the time. Singles or doubles, mm. and I was actually pretty good. 1080 snowboarding, Donkey Kong 64, Excite Bite 64, Bombman 64. I love mm. that game. I, I didn't actually ever play this other one here called Sin and Punishment. Does I that was ring just a bell? about to ask about this. I'm going to no. Google it. I'm going to look that back. For some up. reason, it rings a bell. But missed opportunities, I think. No Tell Mario Party. Life. No Mario Party. Mm. No Smash Bros. And no fucking GoldenEye. So, GoldenEye. You know, the game that almost pretty well started first-person shooters yeah. on a multiplayer scale. Yeah. At least on a console level. Mm. GoldenEye's huge. You know what those games <clears throat> all have in common? Is multiplayer to four. Four players. Yeah. Uh, Mario Kart does. Well, yeah, actually, that's a good point. All right, forget what I said. <laughs> a lot of these games actually have multiplayer for four players. Uh, so does Mario Tennis, Star Fox. Yeah. Obviously, this is all hypothetical now until it gets officially released, which yeah. no doubt will happen sometime next year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no GoldenEye, no Smash, no Mario Party. Smash, I don't think they would have done, um, only because it's still, I don't know. Oh, no, so Zelda's there. I was going to say it's still a relevant IP that so they're probably mm. going to be pushing. Unless they're not going to do it because they're going to be releasing one later. I don't know. Like, I don't understand why they wouldn't have done GoldenEye, though. GoldenEye, yeah. I, I felt, mm. was like a standard. Maybe they didn't get a- approved? Maybe. Maybe it could be a licensing issue. Yeah. Like, nice. Rare. Did Rare do GoldenEye? I can't even remember. It's been that long. No, they didn't. I don't know. I forget. It's the icon mm. with the R, so. It's just Rare. Yeah. Well, it's, <clears throat> did they do it? I don't think they did. I, I like. I don't know who. Like, I just remember the logo at the start. Right. Uh, question: What console would you want to see remade? Where, like brought out as classic version, a la Red did make it. Oh fuck me! A <laughs> uh, <laughs> la you know uh, Nintendo sixty four Mini or SNES Mini. Like what? What console do you think needs to be remade? I mean, what's left? Give me a give me a PlayStation Mini. Even I though they did like... make the little mini versions of PlayStation ones, make it even smaller with just obviously all games on internal instead of discs. 
Yeah. I don't know if it would be worth it, but I wouldn't mind a GameCube, like a cute little GameCube. Oh, yeah. Oh, it'll come. Don't worry. Complete it's with little handle. <laughs> little, little handle. Little handle. Yeah. That's 2018. Yeah, you reckon? That's no, 2019. Coming. It is? Is this... Oh, wait. No, N64, then GameCube, yeah, then so, Wii. So GameCube be 2019, though. Oh, because N64 is 18. Sorry, <clears> yes, of course. Because yeah. uh, I want that double dash. What about... Um, One of the best kart games. Yeah, me, I agree with you. <clears throat> I, I like the idea of a PlayStation 1. Yeah. I'd love that. That'd Get a bit of that Final cool. Fantasy Seven on there, son. Hell I want yeah. Buster Groove back. Rapper the Rapper on there. Yes. yes. Um, Ridge Racer. Outside of that, yeah, maybe an Xbox One wouldn't go too, too astray. <laughs> but make the controllers still just as big. Make the console <laughs> yeah, mini, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but them big, dirty oh, controllers. Okay. Make, the console, make the console the controller. Ooh. That would be the it's ultimate no nod. Man. That would be the ultimate nod. Yeah. Um... Yeah, Xbox had a lot of great games. Mm. Brute Force. Fable. Fable. God, I miss that franchise. Yeah. Rest I in miss peace, that. Lionhead. I hate the way that franchise went, though. I fucking love Fable 1. Fable 2 and 3 to me were nowhere near as good. I hate that they went into, like, Industrial Revolution mm. era. It should have just stayed high fantasy. It should have just stayed with, like, Heroes um, <clears throat> and the Heroes Guild. That's way cooler. Well, look where they're at now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Segwaying into way cooler. <laughs> what was that look? I don't know. I've, I've kind of said that and then I'm like, that was actually really horrible. People lost mm. jobs. Sorry. Carry Hunt. On. Showdown. <laughs> Early access alpha coming this summer. Yes. Or winter. I'm hyped. If you're in hyped to shit stuff. for this game. Can you yeah. guys explain this game? Why should I be hyped? So it's it's uh, got PVE elements to it. You, you squat up. It's, uh, from what I'm aware of, it's only duos. But you all jump into this this world. It looks similar to like, um, Jesus. Now I'm having a mental blank. Hugh Jackman played him, vampire hunter guy. Van Helsing looks like that sort of vibe to it. It's sort okay. of that industrial era turn mixed with fantasy monsters, and you go out there and you try and kill these respective monsters. And when you do, you you collect the bounty. Mm-hmm. But then say yourself and dream here with the two successful bounty hunters that that killed this big spider or werewolf every other duo on the map then are now tasked with hunting you guys down to take that bounty so it sort of plays on this you want to be you know the the best pair out there killing all these beasts but then as your notoriety raises Mm. everyone else wants to then gun for you as well as these other beasts out there why does this sound like a gta mode uh, like obviously not the fucking monsters and shit what, but the whole mm. idea that someone has a bounty on their head what, and then everyone chasing them what it like strikes me as is some kind of weird hybrid of evolve and um uh ghost recon um no Wild sorry Lands. the division the division yeah, oh, yeah. Where, okay yeah yeah that's what it kind of like seems mm. to be for yeah. me like a bit of a crossover first person that. Um, graphically, just from the the early access footage that they've been sort of pumping out through YouTube and the channels, it looks great. Yeah, it's Crytek. Crytek are yeah, doing it. Yeah, the Crytek engine is phenomenal. Um, remember the, the Crisis games and a few other options. Crisis games are the best. Um, it looks brilliant, especially in this early access stage. There's, oh. they're, they're almost sort of trudging through these old like swamps out in a bayou and it's it's a nighttime, really dimly lit. All you got's the stars and the moon as is, is your, your light source. The sound is great. Um, graphically, you, you're going through these old, like, decrepit barns. It's got a bit of a um, True Detective Season 1 vibe to it as far as the the aesthetic. This sort of 
backcountry so many references for this land. game we've really covered a vast so mm. I'm casting a wide net on yeah. this show. it's Van Helsing <clears throat> with uh, Evolve the Division and Division gameplay True, de- true Detective it's set in true, de- true Detective landscape which is like southern you know backwater US yeah <clears throat> wow it looks so good and fighting these enemies whether it be the AI beasts or the other hunters looks great really good I'm excited I, I, I signed up to Google the alpha yeah me too yeah I'm so in jump in alright mm. we'll partner up alright I'll saddle up next to you Ali yeah we're gonna kill Brandon we're gonna kill some I'm, I'm gonna go find another another bounty hunter and we're gonna take you guys down whatever alright so that's the news should we move on to the next segment this week in gaming. Okay, so moving on to the uh, most popular segment in the Southern Hemisphere. We've got a nice little host of titles uh, that were released in uh, the calendar week that was. Uh, going from newest or most recent to oldest. I'll just rattle them off. Uh, we can dive in if required, but these are just a few that I thought might be worth mentioning. In 2015, saw the uh, the Gorilla release of Fallout 4 you know, to, to no press like was announced what a month earlier i think thereabouts and then the next thing it's out in in start of one November. of the greatest e3 moments ever yeah it was it was phenomenal i love what they did there 2015 also saw uh rise of the tomb raider hit mm-hmm. consoles yeah very very great return to form for that tomb raider franchise mm. 2011 the game that will not die and is still getting released on every console known to man the Elder Scrolls, uh, Elder Scrolls 5 Skyrim mm-hmm. uh, officially debuted on console as well as PC. Good day. 2009 and 2008 saw the release of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 in 2009, which is still probably my favorite COD game as far mm. as multiplayer goes. Mm. And uh, 2008 saw COD World at War released. Yeah. So the year before was Modern Warfare 1 and they went back in time and then obviously went back to current day with uh, M-Dubs 2. 2004 halo 2 Great way game. back when Great one of game. the uh greatest fps's of all time 2002 saw bmx triple x come out on the original playstation that's some real fucking pearl is on here and then that one comes up i actually <laughs> I owned know. this game i owned this game and you could be female or male bmx riders scantily clad doing all kinds of crude tricks i think there was a bit of nudity as well mm. And um, the last two games in the year 2000 saw Shenmue release on the Dreamcast. Did you play Shenmue? Played it a little bit. I, I don't buy into the hype and all this other hysteria that's attached to this new one that was, you know, crowdfunded and delayed and they wanted more money. Like, fuck off. Just release the game already. Yeah, it, was, it was funny. Which Where yeah. is that gone, by the way? What's the latest on that front? Who knows? <laughs> all these poor knows? people and their money is gone. Ah, oh, what a pain. <clears throat> and the very last one that I wanted to... Uh, bring to light in 1997 way back on the original playstation cool borders 2 hey. was released Jeez, that's going back i love a good snowboarding game yeah man that was a real thing for a while mm-hmm. uh that was like right around the x games era yeah where that, that reigned time. supreme yeah speaking of things getting wedged into olympics it was all about x x game sports for yeah. about five years mm. yeah that was a long time yeah but yeah cool borders great seat franchise i'd love to see that get redone onto a playstation 4 or obviously it's a, a psip so i don't know what xbox can release maybe yeah. they can purchase snowboard kids off nintendo and put that on on the xbox one x no. use that 4k 
six teraflop power. <laughs> I don't need that. But give me give me another snowboarding game. You haven't talked about that at all, by the way. Your Xbox One X. Because I haven't used it yet. We'll talk <laughs> about it more um, when I get to use it. Sure. It, it's just a literally a paperweight on my fucking table at the moment because I think a lot of people my internet's up the hell here and there's so many 4K packs that you have to download for all these games, so I'm still on my 1S, which breaks don't my worry. heart. Don't worry. Most people are just saying if you have one, you need to make sure you've got that 4K TV. Um, I've got the TV, but... Oh, uh, yeah, I know, but <clears throat> just as a little side note, just doesn't sound like people having the best time. But the Project Scorpio edition looks great on my coffee table. We'll leave it there. Great paperweight. All right, so I guess we should start moving into the final segment of the Hungry Gamers podcast, known as iTunes Review of the Week. This this review, sorry, is coming to us via way of iTunes user OJ and Milk. Yeah, no, no, no. Which I do not recommend. No, definitely not. If you mix them two, you might vomit. I picked it specifically because of his name or her name, but I love OJ and Milk, the name. A little little throwback. drink, I don't know. Little throwback to my youth when we were doing dumb jackass based videos. We so had that, a challenge where <laughs> we each had a liter of OJ and a liter of milk, and we had to skull one, then the other, and see who was the last to spew would win. <laughs> I, I've done two liters of milk, but I couldn't do two full liters. It's impossible, yeah. apparently. Yeah, and we all spewed pretty quickly. It was not nice. Not nice at all. I would not recommend it. But shout out to user OJ Milk. This uh, review comes into us via way of five stars. Noise. And the headline reads, legit. Just legit. Because we are. And we're too legit to quit. That's why we keep doing this. Mm-hmm. And the review itself reads, one of the best Aussie casts out there. <laughs> we'll stop the end. Pass and go. Short collecting that 200. Sweet. Short, sweet, to the point. I love that. And legit. I like that we're, we're not just one of the best gaming or games and hobby podcasts out there. We're just one of the best Aussie casts out there. Oh, yeah. So, Hamish and Andy, we're coming for you, suckers. Oh, it's not yeah. the podcast, do they? Yeah, they're, they're old news. Oh, shit. Mm. They're old news, though. In comes the new blood. Thank new you very brood. much, OJ and Milk. Yeah, thank you for that review. As as we say each and every week, it is our lifeblood. It keeps the emotional lights on in our hearts. Mm-hmm. If you aren't an Ain't iTunes user, we are on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, Google Play, TuneIn, and a few other platforms that escape me right now. Um, and if you are listening to other podcasts, be sure to give them ratings and reviews as well because it keeps us all smiling. And it keeps us feeling good about doing what we do. Oh, yeah. All right. I guess we should start wrapping up. A little bit of housework. Housekeeping, even. Jesus Christ. I'm on the downhill. I need sustenance. It's fine. Uh, find us as a collective at We Are 8-Bit on all the socials, on the YouTubes, on the Twitters, on the Facebooks, on the Instagrams. Be sure to chuck us a follow on the Instagrams because uh, it is breathing new life. We are getting a lot of content on there. A lot of great fucking videos. A lot of great stories. All the good shit. So Instagram.com forward slash we are eight bits. What are you guys looking forward to this week? Any any games or any events or anything you got going on this this uh, upcoming calendar week? I just want that <clears throat> Skyrim on Switch. Well, November seventeen, that sucker drops. Are you mm-hmm. actually going to buy it on Switch? Yes. PSVR it drops on November seventeen. No, on on Switch as well. Yeah, really. Mm. On both. Well, there you go. Yes, I, I can't, need it now. I can't. I've. I like, I'm a one and done type of guy with these big RPGs. Don't you want to be I, climbing a mountain sitting on the toilet? <laughs> I, ah, see, that sounds so good. Now I might need to pick it up. Just There's my that. review. <laughs> yeah. I am looking forward to uh, a very special screening of The Disaster Artist. 
where there will be a Q&A with Greg Sestero afterwards, one of the... He's Mark from the film The Room. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. And when I get there, I, I can just see everyone, as he walks in, everyone goes, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> At least I will be. Either that or ask him about his sex life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be doing that. And there's also a special screening of Blade of the Immortal, uh, Dendi as well. So those are the two things mm. that I'm super keen on this week. I am keen for more Wolfenstein. Uh. I want to try and get that finished between now and next podcast. And I'm also keen for Star Wars Battlefront 2 dropping this week. I want to play that single-player story campaign, son! Yeah, looks good. I watched some people playing that. Yeah, I want to see what Janina Gavank is up to in there, causing all kinds of ruckus. Super excited. Get some of that Darth Maul. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. So that's that's what I'm looking forward to. But I guess until uh, until next week, 8-Bit Nation, that has been an episode of the Hungry Games podcast. Thank you very much for listening. I am Brendan. You can find me at Brendan8Bit. You can find me at SalimTD. And you can find me at Miss Ali Hart. Until next week, much love. Stay hungry. You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, an exclusive podcast from 8-Bit. Be sure to check out 8-Bit.net for all your video game and pop culture related needs. Additional Hungry Gamers episodes can be found on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. While you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls. 